You're listening to Wow Ergonomics with Graham Cove and Stephen Howe. Off today. Ah, here we go. Hello, everybody. It's Wow Ergonomics. It's midday on a very hot, very hot midday on a Wednesday. Um, how are you, Stephen? Um, We've got, got our lovely banner up again, still back at the beach because the weather's just been absolutely amazing, hasn't it? It has. And you, that, that strawberry daiquiri is still looking rather tempting, isn't it? Woo! Yes, it really is. Oh, look, I've got the wrong background in the background. That's that's a mistake for a start. Let's 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 sort that out. We'll are go we, back to this. We'll go back to that one. <laughs> are we still are we still giving a nod to Ukraine with this background? Yeah, I, I, I actually I, I like this one from last yeah. week, I think. I, I do. I mean, it, the only problem is that our pictures actually obliterate your product. That's the only yeah. The only issue there, but apart from that, it's really, really rather nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm glad to see that the moss hasn't grown since last week. Yeah, <laughs> well, well or, or it hasn't fallen off. No, it hasn't hasn't done anything. It's no. still exactly the same. They've they've left those chairs in a messy position as well, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. There you go. So, what's been happening this week in the world of everything? So, well, I, I think it's the usual t- topics: the heat, yeah, um, COVID. Um, Good morning, thought, Odessa. Hey, Odessa. Uh, the, do you know what? It just feels like it's this. It's a lot of the time. It's the same stories. I, don't, I mean, the really interesting one for me, and obviously, I'm sure we'll we'll get into it. Was um, the the whole pinging people and businesses then sort of being having to shut down and pubs that are now able to open are can't open because the staff are being pinged and Iceland being pinged and how do businesses get? avoid being pinged so i think that's a really really big topic that i think we've just started to see the the start of but you can just see problems galore over the summer can't you with people wanting to get out and spend their money and holidaying in the uk and and rocking up and pubs and restaurants are pulling down the shutters because they've got no staff to serve so i think that's and that will roll on beyond hospitality but obviously into into the into the commercial sector as well, I think, won't it? From you know, for people going back to the office, can you? Can't you? It kind of worms, isn't it, Graham? This this subject. Well, I I have some real life experience to bring to this to, okay. to this whole story. So um, not from myself, because as you know, I don't go anywhere. No, <laughs> I try you not never, to never leave that space, do you? I I, I, I am I'm sat here. To, well, apart from behind here's the bed. You know, that's where I camp out at night. Mm. Um, although at, at night at the moment, because it's been quite warm, I've, I've sometimes just been sitting here all night. But, um, yeah, other than that, this is it. I, I go go out temporarily in the morning to drop the kids off at school, pick them up again, bring them home. That's it, really. I don't go anywhere else. But uh, my sister, um, who has multiple jobs, uh one of which is a sports massage therapist. Okay. Uh, yeah, that is why I'm so pale. <laughs> All right. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> He's thanks. a hermit. No, I do actually go out. I do actually go outside in the garden. Um, I did go outside in the garden for, for fair bits of the weekend. And I do go and hang the washing out and bring it back in again. So that, that, you know, that's useful. Um, but anyway, my sister, who's a sports massage therapist, that's one of her jobs, but she's also does multiple cleaning uh, jobs she had to self-isolate she got pinged ding, on the app told her that she needed to do a test she did a she did a lateral flow test that was negative mm. and um then she went to hospital she was told to go to hospital for for a proper test and she went to hospital and that proved positive <sighs> so she was showing no symptoms um but she went to hospital and therefore she then had to isolate now here's here's one of the issues one of the issues is as i say she works in multiple locations for multiple people especially when you're a cleaner you you do that there is no room on the track and trace app when when you've been pinged and you then have to put in where your main point of work is etc there is no place on there if you are working in multiple mm. places for multiple people you can't put it in there there's no place for place for that information okay apparently 
I don't know because I haven't done it. But according to her, you could she could not put in all of the information about where she worked. So she had to off of her own back. She had to then contact all of these businesses to say this is what's happening now. I'm not going to name name names, but some of those businesses decided straight away they were going to shut. That was it. We're going to shut what was just on the back of your sister making that call. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what one of them, one of them's a, a public house. Okay. And they, they decided, no, we're going to shut. Others of them decided to do absolutely nothing at all. Right. So here's, here's the big issue you've got, right? The app does not allow you, <laughs> it, unless, unless it assumes that you are working in one place, one business, this is it. Da, da, da. Yeah. So, you know, it's very, very straightforward. I, my uh, friend Odessa doesn't like uh, the, 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 the term off her own back. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, it was out of her own goodwill whatever you want to say anyway did this does this go back to me using the phrase my bad last week yeah it was i yeah, think we're, we're bringing up bad phrases again and actually anyway. I did twice sorry twice since then i've heard it used on the tv yeah yeah no there we go uh, sorry ashley adessa I, I i love the fact that you're watching but don't use this as a as an opportunity to just catch up i mean if you want to catch up we'll bring you on all right we'll do that we'll bring you both on in a minute cool dear some people they just wanna they just wanna Stephen, you don't have to disappear on me either. All right. I, there well, we go. Someone's someone's knocking the door, so I was turning around to see who was. At oh, the someone, door. someone's <laughs> knocking someone's knocking at the door. Someone's ringing the bell. Anyway, where was I with the story? So there we go. So the problem is that the app doesn't allow you to put all of this information in. Uh, it's completely dependent upon, you know, people doing the right thing in the first place anyway and here's the other thing lots of people that i've met have said i just turned the app off or i've got rid of it mm. so how do how do we move forward with that how do we move forward with that if everybody's doing different things talking about everybody moving different things and i will come on to this in a second do you do, you do the school runs at all yes yeah. When, when, when uh, yes, until last week when the younger one got sent home because their whole bubble had burst. So, yeah, I, when it's available, yes. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm confused as to what's happening there as well, mm. right? Because we had, in the middle of all of this, and this is the other subject we need to bring up, we had Freedom Day, right? Yeah. So Freedom Day happens now. It was very, very clear that the staff at the school where my, my younger children go wanted to make a point to everybody, okay. right? That Because actually, sometimes in, in the past, when they stand outside of the school to sh show people in, there's been people standing out there, teachers standing out there, and they haven't worn masks because okay. they're outside and they're away from everyone and whatever and it's not actually on school property etc but very very clearly every single school teacher including the one standing outside right from freedom day were wearing masks <laughs> right very clearly and i think it was to make a point and the point they were making is we still want people to wear masks however as the days and i've i've looked at it you know how you people watch I've looked at it as the days have gone on since that first day of Freedom Day. As of Monday, less and less people have worn masks to school. Mm. And, and as it's as it's moving on, less and less people are wearing masks. Now, again, I understand that now you don't have to wear masks. Right. But. I also understand that I thought the government guidance was, but some places may still mm. need you to, to wear masks. Quite clearly, the message from that school, although they haven't actually, I don't think, put anything out, the, the guidance is clearly wear a mask. Otherwise, those mm. teachers wouldn't be standing there so prominently yeah. wearing a mask, right? And yet, more and more people are not wearing masks. And the thing is, we, are, we knew this was going to happen. Now we're going to get, 
two sections of society some that are going to want to wear masks some that are not going to want to wear masks some that are going to socially distance a little bit some that are not going to say i mean i just i find it a, a little bit confusing to be honest yeah. I um I've so I, we've got a, a, a Sainsbury's local near to us. They're the mini Sainsbury's, and I've been in there twice since Monday, and both times have wore a mask. And actually, everyone else I've seen in there has worn a mask. But what I did notice from Monday was at the self checkout area, which had got pre was divided off. Do you know with these these sort of um, sort of uh, floor to ceiling uh, acrylic. Um, screens were dividing off all of those come Monday morning they've gone so they've removed so they're obviously actively encouraging the masks but have removed the dividers between all the self-checkouts which makes you think a well why have you done that and b where's it gone yeah well <sighs> exactly that isn't it mm. I mean I mean it, it it was one of those things where we were being told that this stuff is now going to start disappearing. But I, I just wonder, I just wonder whether, you know, for some places, is it too quick, especially as rates are beginning to, to skyrocket mm. again, etc. I just wonder if in some places, some place, I wonder whether some places are going to continue to do it because as you say, if they don't do it, suddenly they're going to get ping, ping, pinged out, and then they're not going to have any staff to be able to to, to look after people. Mm. But then there are other people going to look at that and go, I don't want to go in there because, you know, that's still all, mm. you know, everything's separated off, that's not got a great atmosphere, except especially hospitality places, mm. you know. Um it's a big Ow. balancing act, isn't it, for those businesses? You know, almost. Uh, you know, who who do you appeal to? Do you appeal, do you appeal to the the people who still want to follow the rules, which is their thing? Or equally, on the flip side, do you then try and lean it to try and tempt in the people who want that normality quite quickly? It's a very difficult balancing act, really, isn't it, as to what they what they've got to what they've got to try and achieve just to get people through the door without offending people, as it were. Yeah. Are you, are you seeing, uh, presumably you're now going around businesses a little bit more again as well, are you? Are you actually getting getting out and about a bit more? To to an extent, yes. Um, I, not as much as I'd like. And I think with summer coming up, this is usually quite a, a difficult period of time, Graham, to be honest, in terms of with holidays, etc. So I think to be fully out and about will probably come from the beginning of September for me, I would say. I have done some meetings, did some meetings last week in sort of hospitality areas in hotels and um you know I, I, as you would expect a lot quieter mask rules etc but i've not done anything since monday so apart from go to a local shop so i haven't really seen what it's like out in the big wild uh, wide world since monday since uh, freedom day or whatever it was uh, badged up as yeah i mean i went just before freedom day i went to a pub for my first time mm -hmm. it was just weird <laughs> I was just I wasn't I wasn't ready for it do you know what I mean yeah it was uh it was a, a spoons you know um spoons. yeah a spoons and I was I I just found it I found it quite annoying mm. to be honest I mean for a start this was this was the most annoying thing for me right the most annoying thing was they had some guest ales on at the bar but you weren't allowed up at the bar so you couldn't see the guest ales right right um i'm going to come on to what ashley's saying in a minute in fact i might even ashley i've sent you a link if you want to come on you can come on um but yeah i went up to i i, I saw these guest sales and i thought that one looks really quite nice because I, I really like quite a nice dark ale except yeah. like a porter and stuff like that and i saw one and i thought that looks like a really nice ale but <laughs> um then everything has to be ordered through the app right i couldn't order it it wasn't on the app <laughs> so here's what so you could have won a bit like yeah, it's a bit yeah. of, it's a bit of a bullseye moment where where the where the board used to revolve and jim bowen would show them the yacht that they could have won if they'd scored a 101 well so here's the annoying thing right so so then um gail comes over and says oh well, i what i can do is i can serve you from here right 
but she says, but I, I can't remember what's I can't remember what's behind the bar. Brilliant. Right. Okay. She said, if you want to do that, what you need to do is sit by the bar. <laughs> okay. So the only way, the only way that you get a real ale that's a guest ale is by sitting right next to the pump. So you could literally read the name. Marvellous. Um, so yeah, it was a bit of a bit of an odd experience. So yeah. let's come on to what um, Ashley's saying. Yeah, I yeah. agree, Ashley. There's a lot of people who are still very worried about this pandemic. Ashley posted about this today because I'm intentionally missing a very beneficial networking meeting because I'm not comfortable. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, there's there's a lot more people actually on LinkedIn in particular beginning to talk about proper networking events and being involved in in actual networking events um and advertising those but i'm just not sure about it mm. but we can we can ask ashley himself because here he is hi ashley hello, hello mate ashley. how are you <laughs> yeah well, i'm good so we don't care we just let people in yeah, yeah no I, I can see that door. yeah yeah it's great i mean it's just spontaneous it's of the moment there you go so <laughs> tell me you there was no COVID passport needed. Here, <laughs> what, what's that you've got there? The branded shirt. <laughs> oh, branded shirt. Yeah, I've yeah. got my I've got my branded shirt on as well. Um, this is uh, this is Christian Hirsch. Uh, this is her last solo album, Possible Dust Clouds. Thanks, Christian. You can send me a tenner. Right. <laughs> so, there you go. So yeah, I I, to I totally agree. I'm I was really looking forward to this networking event today. And um, my daughter's coming down at the weekend with her baby and uh, son-in-law. Um, the numbers are on the rise. I actually know quite a few people who've got COVID or are just coming over it or have got long COVID or are uh, isolating. Uh, my mentor's isolating at the moment because his son's got it. And um, he's not been able to go and do loads of things. So he's swearing all the time I speak to him. And and it, it doesn't seem that long ago that I didn't know anyone who had it. It was quite a novelty. Mm. But now it seems that we know loads of people. And and so they've got this big networking event and there's going to be 50 people there. And they're all absolutely awesome people that, you know, lots of them I know, but there's some great, cool people I want to meet. And and I'm sort of like thinking, well, what's, what's the most important thing to do? And um, I actually had a good chat with a, with a very good friend who's not in business. Um, you know, we've known her for, for, for years. And um, I came to the realization, I, I'd probably already come to the realization that I wasn't going to go before I phoned her. But just chatting to her made me realize that, you know, what is the most important thing in my life? And it's got to be my health and, and that of my family. And, and you know, much that I, I want to go, it's just going to stall the growth of my business just a tad. But everybody, you know, my, my, my biggest worry was, is everyone going to think I'm a, a, a worse or, or whatever? But, you know, from listening to you talking, from, from seeing stuff online, following my posts and stuff like that, I think everybody's scared. And, it's, you know, there's only a few people who are sort of like, ah, oh, it doesn't matter. Um, but when they get it, it's it's a bit late, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is a bit late. Um, and did what I was saying about my sister resonate as well, the fact that you just can't, you know, that this this system is just messed up, you know, at the end of the day. If you if you've got multiple jobs or you're involved in you know multiple organisations or whatever, that you, it just doesn't allow you to you know put the information in correctly. So you know, there's how how many other people are like that? How many other people do multiple multiple jobs in order to make ends meet? I mean, especially in the I have to say, especially in our part of the country, it's not the it's not still not the richest part of the world for for a lot of people um there's still a lot of people down around here that do a little bit of factory work and a little bit of work over here and bar work or whatever you know if they can't put into that system exactly where they've been then it makes a nonsense of it yeah exactly so, so my, my my sister is, is a hairdresser but she hasn't got um she, she hasn't got as, mu as much work as she wants so she's having to go and work in a factory so she's got all those people coming in to have her, their hair cut so where have they been and then she's yeah. got, um, and then she's going in the factory, and where, where, you know, where, where I, I'm lucky. I'm, I'm in this little, 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 little bubble that, that that I live in. But, but the, the bottom line is right. I then sent a message to the to the family group, you know, my, my daughters and my wife, that guys, I'm not going. 
And my daughter phoned me, my, my daughter with the baby, she phoned me up. She said, Dad, Dad, why, why, why? Is, is it something I said? I said, no, sweetie. And I explained. And she said, mm. well, that's really good um, because I haven't told you before, but I wouldn't have come at the weekend. And, oh, and wow. You, wow. And, 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 and you know you've made the right decision then, don't you? Mm. Oh, totally. But, but to be fair to her, she hadn't said, you know, it's, it's not you go, I don't come. It's just, just make the decision. Mm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which, which, so which, she was putting you first in that. Yeah, yeah, but. exactly. But she knows how important it is to my business because mm. for me to mix with these people is is really going to help accelerate the growth of my business because they're they're people that I, you know, that I need to be working with and, and stuff like that. But you know, at the end of the day, I don't want long COVID. I, you know, I've, I've, a friend of mine's sister's got long COVID and she's got tinnitus. That's the last thing I want as a musician. Mm. Yeah, no, no. We'll come on to that in a second. Now. The other thing is that I, I did a little bit of work with um, one of my clients during the week about the types of events that m people might want to now go to. And that was really quite interesting because we did a little bit of a survey and it was about half and half. A lot of people saying, yeah, they want to get back to the big events, you know, going out to, to a large corporate exhibition, etc., you know, trade show, whatever. And then a lot of half the people saying, no, I'd rather, mm -hmm. if it was anything, I'd rather it was a smaller, low-key event, smaller numbers, closer to home. I don't really want to travel so far anymore as well. Because in all honesty, a lot of it is about how you actually get there as well, especially mm -hmm. with a bigger event. You may have been to, I mean, Stephen, you will have definitely, but Ashley, have you ever been to things like anything at Excel or anything like that before now? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. so yeah, got involved with all the accounting shows there. And, uh, you know, it's it's rammed, isn't it? Mm. Oh, yeah. Especially as you get to like, you know, the last part of the Jubilee line or whatever. And it's like they're herding you. Yeah, yeah they're herding you along. <laughs> aren't, we? aren't we? You know, uh, it's, it's awful. Mm. But, you know, for me, even if when you get in the hall, it's, you know, fairly spread out and it's just the getting there in itself is just yeah. not going to be a, a, a pleasant experience. And I don't know that it's a safe experience. Going to something more locally, I think, helps. I can remember in the middle of all of this, actually, um, just as just as we were getting into the first or before the first lockdown, I can remember coming back down the motorway from uh, from Birmingham area, actually, Stephen, and, and stopping at Gloucester Services and then not stopping at Gloucester Services because as I pulled into Gloucester Services, it was just rammed with people. And I just thought, mm -hmm. I, just, I, I just don't want to be in that, you know. And the interesting thing from what you've said there, Graeme, is if you, if you think about it almost put the health piece to one side think of it from a commercial perspective if you're putting on these events and you've got to make it work financially and you've got a 50 50 split roughly from what you've said it then makes it quick it, it then goes two ways either comes too expensive and people won't go or you, you risk losing money and getting a very low attendance so it's a real difficult sort of thought process for those people putting those events on as to do we go ahead with it because we could be only appealing to 50 percent of the audience we appealed to previously and then it becomes to say it then whilst it shouldn't always be a commercial issue it becomes a commercial issue and then actually do, the, do you then get stuck in this sort of situation where no one dares put anything on because they're not sure how many people turn up because actually they only think 50 percent of the people are comfortable to go so you actually then potentially just get stuck in this of going round and round where nothing actually potentially could happen um it's a, it's a real difficult one isn't it it's um i mean from a personal perspective i i, I wouldn't be too keen on these larger shows i've been doing smaller one-to-one -one meetings with people or maybe in smaller groups would I immediately want to go, as Ashley said, with numbers going up into big enclosed environments? I don't think so at this moment in time. And I'm quite comfortable with the whole mask thing and following the rules. It, it, to me, that that's a step too far at this moment in time um, from my perspective. But equally, there'll be I could be on one side of the fence and, and other people could be on the other side. Oh, I, I, you know, I personally, I don't want to you know get into into a large group situation full stop at the moment um 
I mean, the other thing. What about outdoors, gonna... Graham? Just out of, well, is your yeah. is your thought on that indoors and outdoors, or or, or do you, or do you see them as a, a, a very dis- and, and maybe to you as well, Ashley? Do you do you see the these as two distinct pieces, or would you put them in the same sort of bucket? Do you know what I'm going to say? I don't see, I don't see an, a a difference between indoor and outdoor. To be honest, do you know what I've, I've I said it a little bit last week as well? I think we're I personally think we're a little bit ignorant about how this thing is called. Yeah. I do. I honestly think that we are a little bit ignorant about it because, you know, I don't think it's any surprise that the numbers in young males suddenly went up during You're the Euro finals. Yeah. Right, so it wasn't right. 96, was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Show that as well. Age. Yeah. Um, because, you know, honestly believe it's it's more to do with, you know, right, there's your drink, Gary. There's your one. Yeah. There's your one. You know, I mean, if you're physically, if you're physically <laughs> tapping stuff, whoops. Graeme, can you not, you're not, you're not getting the round in. You are not managing the kids. Didn't, <laughs> didn't lose that handle, did you? Yeah. That didn't sit back on that thing properly, did it? But look, um, dramatic effect. Ding! But I, I think, you know, I'm sure, you know, when you get things like drinking in close quarters and people people start having alcohol and stuff like that, you know, uh, the, um, the likelihood of someone touching their face or touching their mouth or whatever and then touching something, etc. We all know the stories about why you shouldn't eat bar bar food, you know, <laughs> yeah. because because of what's on people's we're, hands. We're talking about peanuts now, aren't we? Peanuts, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 We, we all know the story. We, we all know that one. So here's a question to you guys. Yeah. Do you quarantine your weekly shop? Oh, very mm. interesting. No, I eat it. <laughs> um, because because I believe the stomach kills most things. Well, mine does anyway. Or it kills my stomach. Because no, when, yeah, when, it, no. when it first hit, we, we sort of like um, we'd put this, the, the non-perishables in the garage, right? Okay. Um, and, and then and leave them there for a couple of days, and then bring it all in. So, so I go shopping, and then the wife two days later she goes shopping. <laughs> and then, I heard and then, about people who were using Dettol to clean or to wipe down, not, I guess wipe, Dettol wipes or whatever, to wipe down everything that came in if they had a home delivery or, or actually went out, they were wiping every single thing down. I heard yeah, a few people doing that. I, when it originally started, um, <laughs> I remember watching people coming out of the local supermarket, opening the back of the car and then standing there, pulling it out of a bag, wiping it all down, putting it in another space, wiping it all down, putting it in that. I just think, Hmm. No, I mean, uh, the answer to that was no. I just made sure I washed my hands, both ends, etc., and and made sure I was clean. And then, yeah, because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna eat that food straight away anyway. Um, maybe, but I know I think we've become a bit more lapsed with that. But I, to be honest, I don't. Again, I don't know where that's whether that's going to be the way that you catch it. Um. But wasn't there that case where um, a, big, a big office block, loads of people got it and they worked it back and it was from the pushing the, the button to get to the next floor on the, in the lift? Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, I can believe that. I believe that. Because a lot of buildings closed the lifts down, didn't they, at the very start? And I think that still is the case, that actually some buildings have actually just made the lifts almost out of bounds and it was very much use the stairs. But you know what? Again, you know what that is, Ashley? That is because people do that. Yeah. People, but honestly, people sit there in an office. Absolutely. Yeah. They put their fingers in their mouth and then someone touches the thing. I honestly believe, and I could be, I'll be inundated with people saying this is completely wrong, but I honestly believe that actually sort of saliva or, or bodily fluids are the main reason that this transfers. And I think it's actually from people putting their hand by them. Mm. That's one of the reasons why. I was not against mask wearing per se when this for, when the mask came out, but I certainly thought that having wearing masks was not necessarily a great idea because people don't wear masks properly. Mm. Right? Yeah. 
and you go to you you would go to shops or whatever and you'd see people go oh yeah 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 that's yeah great mm. you know or i mean even stat even standing there in the shop and just like you know down up down up down up you just think you're touching your face you're touching your mouth you're touching that mask that mask is now dirty that mask is doing absolutely diddly squat right in fact you're now you're going to touch something else now you're going to infect things right if you if you it, you know if you're like my wife who works in the surgery yeah if you wear a mask as soon as as soon as if you touch anything to do with that mask it goes in the bin mm. and yet actually i have watched here's an interesting one watched tv programs from uh covid wards on the tv and doctors are going touching their mask putting it back again you think what what don't you understand about cross-infection? <laughs> it's, it's not going to end well. It's not going to end well. So, yeah, what, what what's your opinion on mask wearing? For me? Yeah. I, I, I think um, I, th I think the mask wearing, right, is it's like wearing a shirt in a restaurant. Okay? If I walked into a restaurant and I didn't have a shirt on, it's rude to everybody else in the in the restaurant okay and i think um by wearing a mask you're showing that you're respecting everybody else's um feelings thoughts and what have you i'm i i'm not a scientist and, and you hear all this stuff that it's ineffective and goodness knows what else but i think if we show a little bit of respect um you know you wouldn't go into a posh swanky restaurant without a shirt on so that, that's my that's my view yeah so coming coming back to where we were starting this conversation is it now, now that we've had this uh, freedom day, is it now actually just even more difficult? Because, as I say, you know, what going to do the school drop-off now, some people are wearing masks, some people aren't wearing masks. You know, some people clearly don't care a tosser anymore about anything. Other people still want to follow, follow a line. You know, I just don't think that, I don't think anybody can tell anymore and i think it's really difficult if you are actually worried about it i think it's really really difficult i think there's going to be a lot of people suffering from anxiety issues over this whole area oh most definitely yeah, yeah. you know and that that's what really concerns me i i can see a lot of people more people becoming agoraphobic to be honest because actually they're going to think i'm not going to go out because society's not following any rules out there and i can't can't see any distinction between you know the people that are, you know how how do i know that you know i'm going to go in that supermarket and the next person next to me well they're not going to be wearing a mask they could be they could be touching anything they could be standing in my face and it it doesn't matter anymore mm. you know there seems to be you know a massive divide in society as to what we should be doing what we shouldn't be doing i'm not saying one's right and one's wrong but we should uh, i agree completely with what you say ashley i think we should be understanding of other people you know so even if i thought that mask wearing was completely wrong completely futile etc would i should i wear a mask in a public place where where it's crowded and where people may feel vulnerable, I think I should. No, exactly, exactly. Guys, thanks for having me on. I've got a twelve thirty. I need to shoot too. That's fine. <laughs> no Thank you very much for coming on. It's been lovely to see you. Yeah, next time, next time we're getting to play his guitar. Um, you have to learn some shed seven though. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, because I'm in a shed. Yeah. Thank no, you. no, because Stephen loves shed seven. All right. Okay. <laughs> see you. Or guys. Oasis. We could do Oasis. Okay. Yes. Bye for now. There you go. I, I could tell he had to go. He had to had to get out of here. Yeah. But interesting. No, it's, I mean it's interesting that he's had to give up on that that networking event because of that, mm. and that you know, and it and it comes right back and affects families as well like that. You know, but if you if you make a choice over here, what's going to be the implication of that somewhere else? It'd be interesting to know, Graham. And you know, out of all the people that were due to go to that event, say there were fifty, I wonder how many other people made the same call. There must have been a number. They can't, you know, it, it's such a d divisive 
the subject i wouldn't surprise me if there were quite a few people few people did exactly the same as ashley on that and just said actually this isn't for me at the moment no i i agree and that's that's the thing i was almost go- i was actually going to say to him at one point there i wonder how whether that event's actually even going to happen because mm. that's the other thing at the moment is loads of things i hear are just getting turned around at the last minute yeah you know it's to, to plan something at the moment almost seems almost seems like it's it's too much really yeah to, to, to plan something i still think i still think we're going to carry on doing a lot more stuff online than we 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 perhaps hoped that we would but yeah you know there you go talking about getting out and about um, i also had a little bit of um uh a little bit of a question to ask about scooters this morning. Yeah. My, did you see <laughs> I saw that? that? I saw that and I saw a um, friend of the show, Paul Skinner, had a quite a bit to say on that as well on one of his replies. I saw that just before oh, we... did uh... he? I've, I haven't caught up with that yet. So okay. What, what did Paul Skinner have to say? I did, I, it was just quite a lot. That was all I remember saying. He, was, he, he had some quite strong opinions on it. I don't know if you can bring it up, what Paul said, um, Graham, but it was quite well, interesting as to what yeah. Mr. Paul I had to say. I wonder if I Paul's said, around. We could get, I wonder if we can get Paul in on the show. I don't know if Paul was listening. That would that would be marvellous. If yeah. Paul, if you're listening, let us know, and uh, that would that would be great. So this morning, well, it was, folks. Just so you know, I did a little did a little poll, as you do, <laughs> uh, and the poll was about e-scooters because. And I'll, I'll just recap on mm. the story for those people that haven't read the the the, the post as of yet. Basically. Um, there was a story in the BBC news this morning about a, a three-year-old who'd been hit by and injured by an e-scooter. Mm. And apparently the person that did it did stop to say that they were sorry, but, you know, they were actually quite seriously injured, etc. cetera. Um, and I was just saying, I never, ever expected to see e-scooters where I live. Because I, right. that you know, this is a... This is, as towns go, quite a small town, right? Mm. And I can walk from one end of this town to the other quite easily. And yet, a couple of months back, these blue electric scooters suddenly appeared everywhere all over the town. Yeah. Right? Um, So, yeah, oh, yeah, 524 votes so far. Wow. Uh, This is, yeah, this is quite a a topic, isn't it? Mm. Um, And... So I was just putting both both sides of it out there. I have heard. I mean, it's it's a weird one with electric scooters because they're actually illegal to to ride. Okay, if you own Did you an say electric legal scooter, or illegal, they're illegal to to own and ride on a on the road or whatever. An a electric scooter. Okay. If if it's your own, right? But apparently, apparently, if you have one of these rental scooters, that's okay. Because it comes under a government scheme that's being trialled around the country in terms of a more environmentally friendly way of transporting people around. So can you ride them legally on the pavement, Graham, are you saying? I don't. Do you know what? I don't know. I don't know. If anybody knows, if anybody's listening to this during the day and they know a bit more, then lovely. Yes. So Paul said quite a lot. About the same size and weight power output as a bicycle. And while council planners across the country fail to come to terms with the transport infrastructure, these brilliantly simple devices, which could solve so many problems, have been ignored because the government continues to differ. Uh, a skateboard ridden by a pillar will damage anyone. <laughs> it's written into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then obviously people are coming in. They're currently unregulated and some people are using them as they see fit. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um so if you don't mind people riding skateboards dangerously because they're they're not motorized, do you have a problem with e-bikes? Yeah, I you know I get it. You know I think it's I think it's a really interesting subject. How's the poll looking, Graham? So far, what, what you've had five hundred plus votes. What's the what's the split? Okay, yeah. So the split on this. So um, good environmental option, fourteen percent. Dangerous as hell, thirty six percent. Okay. Okay, in the right places, forty three percent, and not sure six percent. That's hardly a ringing endorsement for them, is it? Let's be honest. It's it's really not. Um, so, uh, 
I guess I kind of go with the okay in the right places. Mm. And I can understand, you know, if you were to use an electric scooter, maybe in something like a de designated kind of cycle lane stroke thing yeah. in a in a city, you know, with big enough roads um, and, you know, far away enough from, you know, the pavement is wide enough to, to, to be not an issue. Fine. What I was saying was round here. I, I honestly don't understand why in the first place, mm, in a way, yeah. because the only people, as I said in my thing, the only people that I've seen use them are people going to the to and from the pub, <laughs> which okay. raises its own issues, doesn't it? Right? Yeah. Can you be drunk in charge of an e-scooter if it's illegal to ride it? No. A lot, of, a lot of negatives in there. Uh, no, is the answer to that. Mm. But then I can see, I can see. What about a skateboard? The, yeah, well, I can, I, I can just, I can see the appeal, right, for some people. Yeah. Um, but you shouldn't drink and drive anything. But I can see why no. some people think, oh, I can just get on this. I can get up to the pub in like five minutes. Boom, 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 mm. get back. Um, and then the other, the other time that I've seen them is that youngsters keep taking them go onto the pavement onto the roads go either go around in loops around the town for a bit of fun um so it's, it's almost like legalized joyriding or <laughs> they take them down the skate park and see whether they can break them at yeah. down the skate park on the you know ramps on the ramps or whatever mm. that to me in no shape or form sounds like a great idea or a business model to no. be honest struggling with this concept growing myself here I, I it, it seems a lot of negativity and a lot of illegality regarding this this product although if it's environmentally friendly is that why people are looking at it environmentally friendly is why mm. people are looking at it and that's why i say it may be in a city center mm. where you've got the right if you have a right the right lane for sort it of to infrastructure yeah and you had the right infrastructure for mm. it you know for for it to be ridden in um, and possibly where people are a bit more aware of traffic anyway. Mm. That that kind of makes sense. Round here, I think it could be dangerous. Mm. You know, um, we don't have massive roads. Um, we don't have massive pavements. It's, it's, you know, an old town. I just think, you know, and also another thing there is, Unless you were disabled or or had a disability of some description, in which case it'd be useful for you to be able to get around. In which case you'd probably be able to access a battery car and a grant for a battery car, which yeah. is, you know, still not great in my eyes, but is is potentially a lot safer, um, both for you and everybody else. Um, at the end of the day, you can walk. Mm. You know, and and what's more environmentally friendly than walking? Yeah. You know, in fact, it, at the same time as there being uh, an environmental problem, there's an obesity problem in the country. Why don't people just stop using their cars and walk a bit yeah. more? There you go. Valid that, that's, point. That's that's what I've got to say on the subject. Um, it, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. One of the one of the places. Interestingly, one of the places where they put one of their little stops, because you have the, like, these various stops around the town in order to have them, was up at the school. <laughs> right? So I can only imagine that the concept there was that you might use this to get to and from the school mm. in order to pick your kids up from the school run. How's that work? Yeah. Unless all the teachers ran by you like to use them. Oh, well, you never know, do you? You never know. <laughs> Maybe they do. Maybe the teachers like to use them. Yeah, the teachers yeah. taking them to the skate parks and things like that, isn't it? Yeah. It's, you're, anyway, you're trying to pin it on the teenagers, Graham, but actually it turns out it's the teachers in your town. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Now, listen, so if anyone's got any more details about electric scooters, please do get involved in this whole conversation. Yeah. I think it's quite an interesting one. I, I am willing to listen to 
to it because there is an potentially an an environmental aspect to it, which I think, you know, we've got to find alternatives mm. to cars. You know, and I would say within within the centre, say for example, in the centre of London, an electric scooter could be a really useful way of getting around. I mean, if you could drop it off between if you can drop it off between tube stations and places like that. So you've got that, yeah. you know, you've got lots of drop off points as well. And it's, it's, it's making sense as long as it's safe, you know, as long as it, yeah, it's not going to knock, knock somebody over. And as long as there's the infrastructure for it, I think that's, it's a fantastic idea. Yeah. Are there any ergonomic stories this week? I feel, I feel we've almost kind of abandoned ergonomics this week, which, which is a shame. But We usually manage anything? to crowbar one in, don't we, Graham? We usually manage to find a link from one of our topics and then feed it back into ergonomics. Uh, mm, you put me on the spot. Let me have a think. Let's, uh, let's keep thinking about that. Um, I, I don't suppose ergonomics per se, but I guess the whole we touched on it briefly is, is sort of this returning to the office and I mean I was really really interested to know as to what happened on Monday on the transport network because um and, and being absolutely you know um not talking about political leanings or whatever but I did, did see a, a Sir Keir Starmer predicting Armageddon on the public transport on Monday um and unless I missed it I didn't really see anything following that up so I'm presuming there was no Armageddon because it wasn't followed up and that story carried on but i'd be interested to know what what the the, the sort of take up or the increase on public transport was on the first two or three days of this week you know tying it into the ergonomics and where are people working how many people you know seized the opportunity to go back into work on monday i wonder what the i'd be interested to know what what london in particular which is you know the tube and all that i wonder what that looked like um again i've not seen anything that would sort of backed up or verified people changing their places of work did did hybrid working suddenly kick off on monday with people getting back into the office who knows do you know what i i reckon that most people thought because of the heat why would you want to go on the tube anyway yeah exactly i mean if it's let's face it if it's 30 degrees outside or above what temperature is it on the tube it's got to be 50 it's got to be pushing 50 surely it's got to be absolutely mental and you know that's to me that's like a covid incubator isn't it mm. you know I, I i'm i'm pretty certain a lot of people went do you know what this heat you know well actually because of the heat they might have gone well because of this heat i'm staying at home yeah yeah and i, I wonder I'm, if, yeah i'm going to continue you, working from home do you remember probably when, you know, I don't know, 20 or 30 years ago, you used to find funny things when it was really warm where someone would try and fry an egg on the pavement. Have we seen any of that going on this week? Because it has been very warm, hasn't it? Where someone would try and crack an egg on the pavement of London and get it to uh, to fry. I wonder, if, I, I wonder ha- if any of that's gone on. I haven't seen that. I mean, I, I, I saw, you know, again, there's been a lot of unrest and activity in, in London in terms of demonstrations, et cetera, mm. and, and people uh, reporting on that. I, I I honestly believe that not a lot of I don't believe there was that great groundswell of people going yeah. back to the office that people thought there would be. Mm. I, I you know and whether as I say whether that was something to do with just the time of year anyway maybe mm. people were actually going on holiday as well because kids isolating it maybe people having to stay at home because of the last throws of the term with a lot of what the number was ridiculous wasn't it was it was it a million did us seven seven hundred and fifty thousand or something kids at home i wonder again if whilst term has generally finished today i wonder how many people were then forced to stay at home because of that so actually did the weather and the school piece all that i wonder if it actually diluted the impact of of uh freedom day on the on the, the return to the office and um and public transport yeah, I'd I'd love to, I'd love anyone if if anyone's watching this and they you know live in the in a city centre etc. I'd love to know if they saw any kind of big movement back to the office. I noticed Graham Odessa's just come back. Um, yeah, friend of the show. I wonder because I know she's a hybrid worker. She was talking about. I wonder if if she on the first three days of this week went back to the office as one of her her office working days. I wonder if she noticed any difference. Yeah. Adessa, if you if you if you like to comment on that, if you want to come on, you've got a link anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 can certainly do that. Uh, but yeah, I just think um, 
you know, I, I didn't see, there was no news stories of like suddenly the underground was absolutely yeah. heaving with people or, or any, as you say, Armageddon that was kind of uh, meant to happen in terms of public transport, etc. For start, I'm sure that the public transport systems were all saying, no, everything's still limited. Mm. You, you've got to, you know, uh, you can't, can't just necessarily get on the train and pack it mm. full. Um, even though you know the, the uh, some of the other social distancing things and the face mask wearing has, has gone, I'm sure a lot of those individual restrictions still applied, and therefore mm. it wasn't an option. It wasn't no. an option to suddenly fly back in and everybody do it. So no difference, she says. No difference. There you go. It's exactly the same. And I think I think it's exactly um, the same for most people. We regularly test, so the office feels no different than pre-pandemic. We're distanced more, we're desperate, otherwise fine. There you go. I'm sure people have even gone back, and they've gone back with restrictions still in place. Mm. Nothing's changed in that that respect. Or, you know, they've continued to work from home. They've continued to carry on the way that they've done. So I don't think this is going to be a massive change for, for a while. Um, you know, and and the other thing is, there's an air of caution at the moment as well, mm. you know, because we all know, right? There's, there's, let's face it, there's two stories going on here. One is Freedom Day, right? Freedom yeah. Day has been gone. It's happened, you know, but as soon as Freedom Day came, the stories in the newspapers turned to the fact that, you know, has Boris done the right thing? What has, yeah. you know, you know, the, the stories around, uh, you know, whether this should have happened or not have happened, etc. And now the stories are turning their attention to when's lockdown going to happen again. Mm. Yeah. And I, and I think, uh, and, and, and also the NHS again, you know, are, are we going to, are we going to get the NHS to breaking point again? Mm. I, I don't know what the figure rise was today. Um, but it, you know, a lot of people predicting end of September, October, as potentially some kind of restrictions coming back in again as mm. as we head towards winter. Um, was it inevitable, Graham? Was it inevitable that this wouldn't wouldn't be the end? Do you think? Yeah. There you go. All the feedback I'm getting is that people, should I clarify, sensible people are still wearing masks in public places. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's uh, that's a matter of opinion. You see, um, as is is anything, you know, but I, I think people should be able to have their opinion in terms of mask wearing mm. and wear it if you want to. Yeah. And obviously there's again, I mean, things that we've picked up is is this real drive to sort of get the vaccination to the 1830 area, isn't it really? I think that's been another thing that we sort of picked up this week and talk of nightclubs reopening, but from the 1st of October or whatever it would be, you've got to have some sort of COVID passport, um, you know, to prove vaccination, et cetera. So oh, there's so many, you know, you almost thought this, this is the day all the rules were going to end, but actually, like you say, it's brought more in, it's brought an element of complication. People, you still haven't to run all these scenarios through your mind, aren't you? Is what can I do? What can't I do? So it's a, it's a tricky one really, but it's interesting. You mentioned about the, the COVID track and trace app. I wonder how many people have now loaded up the NHS app, which has got your QR code to show you've been double vaccinated. Cause that's the one they're talking about is potentially something you might have to show if you went to an outdoor event with over 20,000 people. So if you're going to a reasonably sized sporting event, I wonder how many people are now, you know, on the flip side of taking one out, app off, I wonder how many people are now putting one app on to go, there's my QR code, I'm good to go. Yeah, I haven't done it yet. Have you done it? I did it yesterday. And it actually, oh, right. it, it took two minutes to do from getting the app on the smartphone couldn't remember my i couldn't find my nhs number but by putting in all sorts of other information it brought it up now i don't know yeah. whether this will work graham on this so i'll just see if i can that's marvelous isn't it so you have to know things like your your wife's first dog or something like that yeah all that sort of stuff but i'm just yeah. trying to find it now and again this may not work particularly well but if i just see if i can get this to open uh 
not making for great viewing, but uh, it, I just wanted to show you as to, as to what it actually sort of looked like in in, term, in terms of the app. So, um, oh, apparently the app, the the, scan, the track and trace app is scanning more. Oh, is it? Yeah, uh, scanning at ten p.m., two a.m., and random times. Wow. There you go. Oh wow. Well, so I, I don't know again if this will. You can yeah, see hold, the app hold there. it there. Hold it there. Yeah. Login options. Open. So I've done here. that, and then if you yeah. go to this bit here, is this now your? This is your passport. This is. Yeah. Wow. So it now gives me. Oh, hang on. Ah, look, you get a QR code now. So that apparently is my QR code. If I, if someone asks me for proof of double vaccination, so by putting the app on, I mean probably from start to finish, Graham, within three minutes, I yeah. got access to that. So yeah. interesting. There you go. So again, I wonder if we'll see the, the usage of that one go up and the other one down. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of people that won't like being scanned and and everything known about them. It's personal choice, that's it, fine. If if that's what I need to do to do certain things, for me, if it means loading an app and doing that, I'm happy to do it. But equally I can understand why some people wouldn't. You know, it's like you say, it's personal choice, isn't it? Yeah, well, I'm definitely going to do it because I still, hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll get to see Shed Seven in December. Yeah, you know, that's that's on the agenda. It'd be my first live gig since this all happened. I I, I can't imagine what it'll be like to go to a gig. No, it'd just be weird. Yeah, after so long, and I don't know whether people will go in and and just let themselves go like they normally do in the gig or whether it's yeah. going to be a bit kind of shuffle. Yeah. yeah. Just over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, look, someone from the band's going to die from the stage and everyone goes out the way. <laughs> and he <laughs> and face plants in the, in the floor. Play, face plant. Sorry. We can't touch anybody. No, no. <laughs> Oh, so stage diving might be off for a while. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be, it'd be really interesting to see what it's like and it feels like to get yeah. back into those situations. I, I've been amazed watching some of these events on TV, these trial events where people have been in big situations. Because, I mean, they had like an, a, a music event at Donington with no restrictions, you know, or, or very few restrictions. Loads of people moshing in the, in the mosh pit. And you just think it, it must be on the one hand, it must be great to be in that at the same time, you might be feeling a little bit apprehensive that yeah, you are putting your, yourself into a situation which, uh, which potentially could do something. What's this? I only been to one gig would love to get back to it. Oh, trust me. Music's yeah. where it's all at. Yeah. Music is definitely where it's all at. Well, look, we've had a really good chat this week about mm. lots of things. Enjoyed it. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. Next week, uh, we do have a special guest on the show. Um, so we have the human lie detector, Darren Stanton, on the show next week. Brilliant. Uh, all the way from um, ITV, BBC. Um, you know, he's, he's well, I can't say too much because he is currently doing something really interesting. Right. That's all I'm going to say. His current project, if he if he tells us about it, then that's fine. But let's just say when he told me who he's currently watching, because what he does, it's part of what he does, is he 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 watches and observes people, and then he gives people information about whether that person's lying. Okay. Yeah. So he, let's let's put it this way: he's been involved with some fairly high-profile politicians recently. But this this person that he told me this week that he was doing was just like, oh my word, that's that's really interesting. I'm oh, just wow. hoping I'm hoping that he can he can talk a little bit about that. And if anybody would like to come on and let Darren find out whether you're telling lies or not, <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, challenge. Oh, come on, come on and tell a lie or tell, tell two truths and a lie. And let's see whether Darren can yeah, yeah. tell. That'd be great, wouldn't it? 
Oh, well, to, we'll, we'll make sure we get plenty of people lined up for that one. That'll be a good one. That's that's one for next week. Stephen, been pleasure again. Yep. Uh, have a good week. Don't you uh, too. Don't, don't get too sunburnt out there. No. Make sure you wear Factor Fifty, everybody, and and we'll see you next week. Bye for see, now. See you next week. Bye. You've been listening to Wow Ergonomics, sponsored by Backer Alkaisen.